The University of Alabama and the University of Texas are two of the blue bloods when it comes to college football. But which one is the real blue blood? The answer may surprise you. You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good, good. Back behind the wheel. Uh, like I responded to someone on Twitter, uh, it's like an episode of The Slow and the Furious. <laughs> it really is, and I love the way you keep your hand on the steering wheel as if you're driving. You need a fake background going past you. Um, want to thank uh, uh, Upside for being the sponsor of this particular Upside of this upside of this podcast. They're the sponsor of upside. I have the upside app. I'm telling you, I'll tell you about it later. It's great. It's a good way just to earn a little bit of pocket change just for doing something like filling up your car with gas. I mean, it's so easy. Um, but uh, we'll talk about upside here in a minute. Jimmy, what I want to do now, I want to talk a lot about Alabama, Texas, the two programs. Um, we're going to do our predictions for the tomorrow's podcast, but also want to talk about some of the uh, players on the roster, from, from both states uh, on the respective teams, and then do a little recruiting talk. Andrew Bone from On3, who's with you guys there at On3, did a great write-up on some recruiting stuff. But right now, let's just talk about uh, to Alabama and Texas. Jimmy, do you know how many Heisman trophies Texas has? Woo! I'm going to say three. They've got two, which I was shocked by. I would have guessed yeah. four. Um, Richard Williams, so Campbell. Uh, Earl Campbell and Ricky Williams, yeah, I would think. Um, Now, here's the other thing. I'm I'm pulling this up on Winsipedia. By the way, if you've never been to Winsipedia, it's pretty cool. You can compare and contrast um, various teams. And you think of Texas, and everybody's like, Texas is back. Texas is back. Texas is one of the Blue Bloods. And they are, I mean, brand-wise and everything else-wise. And and I guess by definition, because they're in the top ten of most everything. But listen to this. All-time winning percentage, Alabama is second, Texas is seventh. National championships, Alabama's first, Texas is 16th. Do you know how many national championships they have? You can't Three. be having these big pauses. Uh, four. Well, I was trying to get it right. Three. <laughs> just throw out a number. I don't even care what it is. It's, it's I'm using just the shot value. I was, I was one off. Uh, a Three. I'd rather you be very wrong for the shock value, by the way, for the for the goodness of the podcast. Um, 44. Bowl, game, <laughs> bowl games. Alabama's been to 75. How many national Texas championships? I didn't, I didn't catch the national championships. How many? Four. Oh, okay, so I missed by one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, conference championships. Even though Texas cool. has played in an easier conference since the dawn of time, Alabama's got 33 conference championships. Texas has 30. Now, I assume the 33 counts, like, wasn't Alabama in some Southern Conference or whatever, like, before the SEC, right? Yeah, but that wasn't very long. Uh, And Texas was in the big eight. You know, how hard could that be? There were only eight of them. I mean, eight teams in the whole conference. That's why it was the big eight. They were also in the South Conference, uh, famously, the greatest conference ever, the Southwestern Conference. And uh, at least half of those schools were on probation every year. 
I mean, it would change out as to who was on probation, but half of the schools were ineligible for championships each and every year. So they should have won a bunch of those. Um, I don't think Texas was ever in the big eight. Yeah, I think really? so. Really? For sure. Oh, maybe not. You could be right. We're probably not. Right. I think I you're probably so. right. You're thinking of Oklahoma. Big, so after the Southwestern Conference imploded, then they joined. By, by then, was it Big 12? Big 12. Okay. Yeah. Well, the Big 12 used to be the Big 8, sort of. <laughs> you're you're ruining both aspects of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> sort of like when um, Garth, sort of like when Garth Brooks became a country rock act. You ruined yeah, the ball. Chris, what's his name? Chris, what was his Gaines. name? Chris, Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines. Yeah, that was just. Um, Wow, that was the new Coke of music. Uh, all-time wins, Alabama is second with 943. Texas is sixth. Uh, consensus All-Americans, Alabama's got 83. Texas has 61. Um, Hasman winners, 4-2. We talked about draft picks, Alabama 391, Texas 352. Weeks in AP poll, Alabama 842, Texas 748. Weeks at number one, Alabama 138. Texas 45. I guess, you know, some people may listen to this and go, this is why are you just spouting off this stuff? Because when we think, when you say Texas, their, their branding is so awesome that you think they should be the best that's ever been. But we have yeah. over a hundred and, and some odd years proving they're not going to be that. They, they are a top 10 program of all time. But they ain't number one, and they aren't really close. And the the what I'm saying is, boy, it's worse than I thought. Um, now, let's also be fair. Alabama probably would be closer to all these Texas rankings, if not behind them, if it weren't for the Nick Saban era. You know, we we sort right. of meandered out in the weeds there for a while ourselves. Um, but anyway, I just thought these were, were kind of interesting because if you think about Alabama versus Texas and you say, well, which one is the better program of all time, outside of Alabama fans, maybe outside of, of the Southeast, I should say, people will probably go, oh, Texas. I mean, Texas, right? I mean, why not Texas? And then you, you're you talking about historically. And then you look at these numbers and the numbers, Alabama wins all of them. I mean, it's, it's really not that close. All right, Jimmy, we're going to go ahead and, and tell everybody about Upside here because I love this app. It's a lot of fun. It's so easy to download. Uh, look, when you go to the pump, I know you're cringing or you're getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant. Th those can can suck too, there's no doubt. Inflation is hitting us all where it hurts, and it really hurts. That's why I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. I'm telling you, I've used it. There's a, a nothing but noodles right by my house. It, it is part of the upside program. I get like 7% every time I go there. It's awesome. Um, there's really? like two circle K's. Yeah. I'm telling you there are two circle K's on my route from Birmingham to Alex city to work. And I always seem to stop at them and use uh, the upside app because it gives me anywhere from like three cents back a gallon to 15 cents back a gallon. And you say, okay, well, what's the big deal? I'm just saying it all adds up. You got to get gas anyway, especially got So that's always on the road to get started. Download the free Upside app. Use my promo code LOCKED. That's promo code LOCKED. And get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Next, claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside. Check in at the business. 
pay as usual with a credit card or debit card and just get paid from that. It'll come like in a couple of days. It's so easy. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week. That's probably why they have 4.8 star rating on the App Store. Download the free Upside app and use your promo code LOCK to get $5 off or more on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code LOCKED. Go to Upside. Just get it at the Apple Store. It's super, super easy. You'll absolutely love it. And again, it doesn't cost a thing. So, I mean, what, what's the harm here? Jimmy, before we get into talking about the rosters, uh, the, the guys Alabama has on the roster from Texas and then vice versa, I, I told everybody the other day I bought a car from uh, Eric Washington. And to prove I'm not a liar, well, I just showed the wrong picture. That's, that's not a shock that I did that. Here's a picture of me and Eric Washington. It's not the best picture in the world, but it's me standing next to Eric Washington, buying my car. I love my car. I appreciate Eric Washington. Great American, former um, University of Alabama standout. I think he still owns a few or at least top five records, maybe in three-point percentage or three-point field goals made or something like now, that. Where did you buy this car? Town and Country Ford in, in uh, Bessemer. And Eric Washington is a car salesman there. He is. Interesting. It is. No, um, great player. He was from uh, Pearl or Brandon, Mississippi. Pearl. Pearl. Yeah. That's where I lived when I went to law school. Oh, wow. Well, all right, Jimmy, I want to talk a little bit about the rosters here. Um, I pulled up Alabama's roster because I just thought it'd be interesting to see how many guys are from Texas on that roster. I guess it'd be easier to start with the number of guys from Alabama on Texas's roster. That's one, Justice Finkley. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I'm not – Texas has a ton of Texas dudes on their roster, obviously, and they don't need to go outside of their boundaries very often to get great dudes. But state of Alabama has some, has some dudes, and if I were Texas, I'd probably try and be a little more active over here, but that's just me. Um, now, here's some interesting names. Of course, Jason McClellan, uh, the running back. He was at one time committed to Oklahoma – um, but he is from Alito, Texas. Right. And then, of course, Jalen Milrow, who was committed to the University of Texas, also right. from Alito, is JoJo Earl, who unfortunately won't be able to play in this game. Uh, that's sort of a bummer. But I, my point is, uh, I'm, I'm looking down to Jacoby Boykins, who apparently is a walk-on. Uh, Kendrick Blackshire, again, who looks more like a cartoonish professional wrestler than he does a football player. So he, got in the game late. he played late. He played late in the fourth quarter at inside linebacker not teams good i'm glad to hear that um then of course the brockermeyer brothers are on the team um the brock and bros. brock bros Jaden roberts uh also from houston texas Ooh. along with damian george Dude from houston exactly texas exactly like dj he's, he's fluker's doppelganger Jaden roberts he looks just so, like him. so here's the thing um how much better would Texas be with those dudes I rattled off on their team? I mean, they'd be a lot, a lot better, lot. wouldn't it? A lot. Yeah, there's no doubt Alabama has made hay in Texas. Now, with NIL stuff, I mean, I think one of the realities is it's going to be harder for Alabama to sign kids out of Texas because, as we all know, Texas Longhorns and Texas A&M are big spenders, uh, you know, they with big, big collectives that spend a lot of money. Uh, I think it's harder for us to get into Texas now than it was during that period, right, be right before NIL and right before Texas and Texas A&M were winning. Uh, 
Alabama was sort of just plucking grapes out of there. Uh, it's going to be a little tougher going forward. And, and I think we're seeing that in, in this class, although we are still beating them for select kids. For instance, we haven't beaten them officially yet, but uh, Jalen Hale, the fine wide receiver from Texas who could commit to Texas, he could commit to Texas A&M. Uh, he, may, he may very well choose Alabama. You can tell Andrew Bone, Bama insider, recruiting analyst Andrew Bone and Joseph Hastings, uh, pretty confident on Jalen Hale to Alabama right now. Yeah, in fact, I'm going to talk about some more uh, recruiting nuggets from Andrew Bone, but uh, let's let's stick right there. Jalen Hill, uh, I know you love him. I saw your your little uh, talk about it on 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 three, and you you were like, "Hey, this this guy's a dude," and and it would be fantastic. And look, here's the other thing. Um, this this is going to tie in, but not necessarily to the Alabama Texas thing. I saw a stat today where Bryce Young threw his I can't remember his fifty something touchdown pass in Alabama history or 60th or something like that, right? And he did it in 598 attempts, somebody said. Tua did the same number of touchdown passes in like 403 attempts. Okay. Wow. So the first, the first thought is, wow, how much better is Tua than, than Bryce Young, right? But that, I mean, honestly, I started thinking about this on the way back from a doctor's appointment. I mean, it, this that tweet just stuck out in my head and I was like, you know, it should be noted, Tua was thrown to an eventual Heisman Trophy winner and four first-round picks, along with a first-round tight end in Irv Smith. He was thrown to five first-rounders at some point. I would argue that uh, Bryce Young, the best receiver uh, that Bryce Young has been throwing to, Jamison Williams, was better than Irv Smith but not as good as Waddle, not as good as Ruggs, not as good as Judy, not as good as Devontae Smith. Am, am I crazy? And so what I'm saying is I, I would also say Tua had a better offensive line. There's, I don't think there's any doubt. Tua's offensive line won the Joe Moore Award. Tua had a right. better running back in Najee Harris. Again, I don't think there's any doubt that they, Tua had the better running back. Um, so point, point – and Josh Jacobs, by the way, and Damian Harris, by the way. I mean, he had some dudes. So, um, yeah, so I think that that's kind of an unfair comparison. Even though Alabama's got studs at wide receiver, we like these guys. I mean, and I like Treshawn Holden a lot. I like um, I like Jermaine Burton a lot. But would Treshawn or Jermaine Burton take the place of Waddle, Judy, Ruggs, or Devontae Smith? I don't think so. They would not. They would not. I, I, don't, I don't think J-Mo is better than uh, – Devontae or Waddle, uh, I would, I would, if I'm ranking just those five, I would go Devontae one, Waddle two, Jamo three, Judy four, Russ five, which is amazing to rank Russ fifth in anything. But I, I would have Jamo ahead of Judy, of Judy, and, and Rugs. Oof. I know. Well, God, I mean, I like Jim. Okay, you're talking about five top twenty picks. I mean. I think you've talked five different people. You're going to see five different orders, but that's the order I'd put them in. I'm not claiming that the patent on on a. That's exactly right. I realize that's going to be argumentative. Period. I need Nick Saban's opinion, but I, I bet he's never answering that. But uh, <laughs> he's not answering that. I bet he's not answering that. But, but and he doesn't have to. But Jamo's Jamo's one of those guys. I would even argue Mechie is probably not one of those guys, but damn close. 
Um, he's just off as guys. Now, the thing is, Jermaine Burton appears to be our best receiver this year. Right now, I'm not even going to say Jermaine Mechie. Right now. Agreed. Agreed. Now, I'm saying that the way I am because by the end of this season, I may change my mind. I, I, I think Burton can play his way into that. He can play his way into Mechie. I don't know that he can play his way into that other group. See, uh, we'll see. I, I, I want to say the jury's out on Burton. Let's see. But it's a great point about how Bryce, even this year in particular, doesn't have those guys. He might, but they're all young. Maybe down the road, Prentice is one of those dudes. Erson uh, is one of those dudes, you know, road. But they're not They're not that way now. They're not Heisman first-round guys, you know, now. Um, I'll tell you something else. I rewatched the game last night, and uh, one thing I noticed, Bryce had a overthrow on Jermaine Burton when Burton had two or three yards on his man. And my first thought was – Jameson Williams catches that, and it's not even close. I mean, the, I was thinking that's kind of the drop-off between number one receivers this year. Not that Jermaine Burton's not good. I don't want people to think that. You know, people tend to look at this thing in such a black and white. There are levels here. I'm just saying J-Mo is, is like super-duper ultra. You make Usain Bolt fast, and Jermaine Burton is a very good receiver, but he doesn't have J-Mo speed, but who does? All right, Jimmy, I want to go ahead now and tell everybody about no, no, go ahead. I'll you know what? Well, I was going to say, I know that play okay. really well. And it's a good example of when I said, I've seen Bryce have better nights throwing the ball. I'm talking about that play. That was not Bryce-like yeah. to miss that that throw as a touchdown. Agreed. And I bet Bryce, I'm not criticizing him because, I mean, you're never going to criticize. I mean, you're never going to be perfect. Or I, I don't I don't expect perfection. But you know who does? Bryce. So I yeah. bet he really beat himself up when he watched that tape back. Let me tell everybody about BetOnline.net. It's your number one source for all your college and pro betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football developments, game matchup, news, and podcasts, including this year's opening week games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MLB, MMA, golf, and boxing. Head to the website there. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. All right, Jimmy, I want to talk a little recruiting from uh, our main man, Andrew Bone, here. He had some nice little quick hitters. You've already covered Andrew Hale. That was the first one he actually talked about. He talked about Tony Mitchell taking an unofficial to Alabama. Uh, Jaleel Hurley was the only in-state commitment who didn't didn't attend this last game. I think that's a very good sign. Um, and he also talked – one other thing he brought up was uh, Quay Russell and um, and James Smith. They took an unofficial to Auburn. Now, here, here's the thing. Look, I don't think they're going to end up at Auburn. I'm sure you don't think they're going to end up at Auburn. But Andrew Bone says, I know most probably don't give Auburn much of a chance, but they have high interest. Russell grew up an Auburn fan. I think the dysfunction on the Plains is cause for concerns for many recruits and why the Tigers currently rank number 12 in the SEC, according to Own Three Sports. Auburn typically surprises everyone when nobody talks about them. I don't see Russell Smith going to Auburn, but they have a much better than expected season. It could make things interesting. Now, again, I don't think those two end up at Auburn. I feel more confident than ever before they end up at Alabama, frankly, after talking to a couple of folks. And I got to leave that right there. Just trust me. I do feel more comfortable. Um, 
but I just found it interesting. They did go to Auburn and, um, you know, if Auburn were to get those two, it could certainly change the perception of, of how their recruiting is going. In this era of NIL deals, uh, if, if someone, you can't just look at a program and say they're a mess or they're losing. So they have no chance. Everybody's gets in the NIL era. Everybody, because we all, we all know what talks, right? And uh, that talks and hey, hey, here's a good pitch, you know, more money than anywhere else and you're an immediate starter. And when you're an immediate true freshman starter, who knows what deals are out there for you? That's a that's a big that's a heck of a pitch, you know, in this age and this, this landscape. And that's why I I I I think Rusaw and Smith are going to Alabama. I do. That's my projection. Rusaw and Smith to Alabama today. But that's why Bone is saying what he's saying. Um, I mean, you know, and I, I'm not speaking for him. I don't know exactly, but that that that's my view of it is you better not say they're not, not going to Auburn zero chance because if you're saying that, then you're not understanding what what the landscape is. I mean, yeah, they could end up at Auburn because we know, know what uh we know what makes the world go around. Yeah, we sure do. And a lot of times it's wearing a sundress at the University of Alabama on a fall Saturday. Women make the world go around. Huh? You can't hear me? I don't know. Did you? Yeah, I can hear you. You can't hear me? I can. I can. (laughs) Go somewhere. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take Jimmy out of the picture for a second. He is having some obvious issues when it comes to his phone. Hopefully, uh, these issues weren't translating over to issues with your having with me. However, uh, that's going to do it for today's podcast. When we come back tomorrow, we will be having our prediction Uh, show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Second season, second weekend of the season, I should say. So we'll be talking about that when we come back. See you guys tomorrow and roll tide.